listening to the Miss McBookworm podcast, a podcast that brings you stories from Christian women. What I envision for this podcast is a space for women who write fiction to share their stories in audio form and ultimately to tell God's bigger stories through our smaller ones. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Hi, I'm Jerry Still, and I'm sitting here with my friend, Helen Dent, the writer. Helen, please tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you so much, Jerry, for having me on your podcast. I was born in New Jersey, moved to Texas at age eight. So I'm a, a, a transplant to the South, but I love it. I write Southern Gothic um, most in my writing, and so I've assimilated into the atmosphere here. I was an English major and um, taught English as a second language in China for a few years, and I've been teaching English here in Texas for several years. I've been married to my husband, Jonathan, for almost 14 years now, and we have three kids, um, 11, 8, and 6. And Helen and I used to work together at a library here in Texas. Yeah, that's that's right. Happy memories. Yes. I cannot remember a time when I didn't write. I was writing when I was four. I was writing poetry and little strange stories that were kind of a combination of Chronicles of Narnia and Nancy Drew and whatever else I was reading at the time. So most of my writing, though, was just for me, kind of journaling and processing until a few years ago when my dad um, passed away from cancer and my granddad died in the same year. They sold my grandparents' house. And I think it hit me that everything is temporary, and I wanted something to hold on to that was more than just my memories. And so that is when I really started to write um, more than just to process things. I wanted to hold things in memory. And so then I took what I had written to a writing group and started to get some critique and to see what I really enjoyed writing and moved on from just the nonfiction memoir into more fiction like I had done when I was younger. And it's just been an amazing journey because I have um, had the opportunity to listen to other genres of beginning writers and experienced writers and have um, just found what my voice is over the last few years, that critique group and just trial and error. How much have you shared beyond the critique group? And can you tell us a little bit about how that has felt to share your writing after so long of not sharing? I have shared my writing some outside of the critique group, um, some with family and friends. And at first it was very uh, uncomfortable to, to open up that part of myself. You know, the writing for someone you don't know very well who is going to read it is one thing, but writing for someone who knows you very well, they can see what is Um, coming from your own experience in your own heart and you're opening a part of yourself that you might not just share every day. And um, so that has been wonderful though, the journey of doing that and, and to share my interests and my thoughts in those ways with the people I know and people I don't. It's been a great way to get to know people too. I like that. I like that a lot. Well, what are some of your current challenges to writing? Well, I think time is always a challenge. I'm sure you can understand. Um, we have three kids, elementary school age, and so I don't want to divide too much of my time from them with writing. So it's kind of an always a, a juggling act: how much to dedicate to writing and how when to when to put the brake on writing and to really focus on them. 
So I find myself taking notes on my phone a lot of story ideas or dialogue ideas and then putting that aside until I have some focused time. And then when I do have focused time, sometimes it seems overwhelming to start. You know, I have all these ideas and this plan in my mind of what I want to do. And then I think, oh, can I get the words on the page? So I found it really helpful to set a timer for myself and think, I'll just write 30 minutes and then I'll stop. And I always go past a timer if I have the time, but just setting that time limit helps me get started. Oh, that's a good idea. I like that too. Because yeah, there is something overwhelming when you do have that block of time and you're like, I really need to use this to its maximum potential. Right, exactly. You know, then you're like, oh, but there's so much pressure now. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Right. I need to write something brilliant and it's impossible to start out writing something brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) And you may hear our combined six children (laughs) in the other room. They are playing nicely, but you may hear them in the background. And this is kind of, I'm realizing a big question, but what do you really enjoy most about writing? I enjoy having a world emerge that wasn't there before and getting to know characters. It sounds odd to get to know your own characters, but I really do enjoy getting to know them and seeing what they're going to say and what they're going to do. Um, so I, I enjoy that. And then I enjoy like the whole process from the beginning of the story to the end and watching characters transform and how they end up in a, such a different place than they were at the beginning. So that isn't, it's like the story speeds up that process. It's always going on in our own lives, but we get to see it in a concentrated space in a story. And I think that's why they're so fun to read and listen to, because we get to, you know, experience those journeys over and over again when our own take much longer and our own transformations sometimes take a little longer than in a story. Oh, yeah, that's really, that's a good insight. I like that a lot. Um, Okay, so tell me a little bit about how you have seen your faith factor into your writing and how they have sort of influenced each other in in any way if they have. They have so much. I don't write explicitly, you know, Christian lingo in my stories, but my plots always take a redemptive turn. And I don't plan the redemptive turn. I let the characters kind of do what they're going to do. But it all the stories always do take a redemptive turn. And I think that is where I see my faith come through most often is the um, acceptance that a happy ending is possible. I mean, there's dark places in the story sometimes, um, but they don't stay there. And I think Grace always breaks into the stories like I I see it in my own life and in others' lives. And so I think that's where um, my writing is distinctively Christian because that that grace does always break in and change changes the story in unexpected ways. For me too, it changes, which is why I like to watch the story unfold because I don't always know how grace is going to break into the story. And I think writing itself has helped my own journey too, um, my own faith journey because it makes me look really closely at the world. And the more I look closely at the world, the more I see the wonder in it, the difficult things too, but also just the joy and the beauty in the world. And so when I write, I want to turn up the volume on that. So there's often a bit of a magical element in my stories or um, a fantastical element. And that is me wanting to just turn up the volume on the wonder of the world and and just showcase that, highlight it because it's there all around us, but we don't always see it because it becomes ordinary. 
I'm going to get a little teary. <laughs> teary, we're recording this right after Christmas. So I feel like I've got all the holiday feelings left over. Yes, and me too. I'm just all, oh, that was beautiful. I love that. Okay. So anything else you'd like to share that I haven't asked about that you want to be sure to say? I think the importance of an audience, thinking of your audience, because that is what I never did before I went to the writing group. I was really writing to myself, which is fine. Um, but getting my writing out into the live space of people who are going to encounter it and then provide feedback. It was, is a really scary space, but it's a very helpful space because um, if you, if you have honest feedback givers, then they tell you what works and what doesn't. And it helps you. I think that has been also, I didn't mention this before, but it's been part of my faith journey too, because it's a bit sanctifying to realize, okay, well, what I what I wrote was not perfect the first time, and that's okay. And I can go back to the drawing board and, so to speak, and make it work better. And that has been a life lesson for me too, because I think in general, I try to get things right the first time and get a little uptight if it doesn't work the first time. And it's helped me to remember that I'm a work in progress as well. And that it's okay to not for it not to work exactly the way I planned the first time, but I can't know that on my own. And so having other people come alongside me and point out what works and what doesn't um, is a good model just for the writing process, but just for life in general and discipleship, how helpful it is to have people who will tell you the truth and the good and the bad. And um, that that is a really the only way to grow in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah, so true. Well, thank you. And where can we find you online? I'm at HelenDentWrites.com. And so I share my thoughts on writing and then also some poems and short stories on that website. Okay, thank you so much. Thank you again.